Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. These two guys have Minnesota sports flowing in their veins. Mackie and Judd on Score North and scorenorth.com. Oh, McDaniels, give me that basketball. Russell behind the back. Beasley with the finish. How good was that? And calls his own number and drills the three. Is there anybody more confident? McDaniels to stuff around Randall. Oh, that was a big time throwdown. Noel. Working on Randall. Gets it to go. Cat on the attack. Off the glass and one. And the Timberwolves go back in front. Get the flag. Just get, get the, the flag. flag right now. Get, get the, the flag. flag. Get the flag. Hit the flag. Oh, there it is. The we need the sound there. It's my fault. Sorry. It's hold on. There we go. We weren't ready. I'm waiting for the flag. I don't have the music. That's right. Tibbs. Shamed. Madison Square Garden, silent Timberwolves, back to 500. Get the flags, Zolgad. That's right. Damn right. That's right. We're gonna, and we're gonna and once the Vikings nail the head coach higher and the GM higher and find a franchise quarterback for the next ten years, then we will get the Vikings flag off the wall behind you as well. This calls for also Twins flag is not going to come out. The garbage can. I don't, I don't know how I feel about the can. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like the can. Yeah. Number one, it, it, it symbolizes garbage, and two, it reminds me of the Astros. So those are two things <laughs> I don't want to affiliate with the Wolves with. This is the original Timberwolves garbage can. I do love that logo. And did you see the, the Timberwolves Twitter account? Because when they when they wear those sort of hybrid throwbacks like they did last night. Yeah, which I like those a lot. They're really they nice. uh, they switched their Twitter profile picture avatar to the old school Timberwolves logo. Which, is which I really like a lot. Mm-hmm. I agree completely. So this is a write that down Wednesday. We will get to write that down predictions today and an accountability session. But the Timberwolves go into Madison Square Garden last night. Well, it's not it's not exactly uh, like a high-powered Knicks team. Mm-hmm. But it's the type of win that feels like. And even Carl Anthony Towns after the game said it. He's like, we always lose games like this. Mm-hmm. Like where you, you get off to a good start. And this isn't just the Carl Anthony Towns Wolves. This was the Kevin Love Wolves. This is going back like 12, 15, 17 years. And they they throw the first punch, they take a lead, and then they have a total meltdown third quarter where they get outscored by 15 or 20 points. And usually the story ends with, and then they rolled over and curled up into the fetal position. Not this season. And not last night. Yes. It's been a blast to watch this team fight and claw, even though they're 500, so it's, you know, it's not like they're you know, a championship contender, but... It kind of it kind of feels like that based on how putrid the last seventeen years have been. So th- there are players on this team who are damn good. Okay, 
But I'm going to, because I thought the same thing. The Wolves don't win this game. They just don't. Um, and, and it feels like there's been a little bit more of a, it, it's not a trend, but it feels like there's more of an opportunity now where they do come back. And I'm going to give you one guy because I really think, and this guy's not always perfect and he can make mistakes. And I'm not saying he dominates, but I think Pat Bev is the absolute key because you know what? He's not, he's a no BS guy. I, I feel like teams in teams in their haste to build like young teams or, or, or not have a veteran dragging things down. I don't know how to, the right way to articulate it. But I feel like teams don't have Pat Bev's enough. Um, But the smart people get this guy because what did the Wolves do previously? In fact, I think Kat talked about this. They always had the excuse why, right? Like, oh, we got to do better. And then it was always the Cat thing. This wasn't good enough. Next time. And it's like, okay, next time. And they would fall apart the next time. I think Pat Bev, in a very constructive way, so – importantly a non jimmy butler not trying to tear people down way i think pat bev gets in faces i think pat bev carries himself in a way that says not on my watch like all all of the things that i think a lot of people who who follow sports now and like dismiss oh i oh come on that locker room stuff come on you just you know the locker room no that's important. And look, it's a chemistry thing, too. So it can't be five Pat Fabs. I get that. But don't you feel, Phil, like there is just a different air about this team and mm-hmm. a different – and I really think that that starts with a guy who can take control, be basically a captain, de facto captain, and say, oh, no, 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 we are not going to do that today. It it. I mean, it's a it's a franchise that's been bullied for 15 years. And uh, I know Declan and I are both all in on Cobra Kai, the uh, Karate Kid reboot 30 years later. It's great. I'm, I'm halfway through hard. season four. Strike first strike. But like, but the Wolves have been like the Miyagi-Do sort of, def- we're going to play defense, but you know, we're, we're, we're just going to get bullied basically all day in school. And you got to show, sometimes you got to show a little aggression. Sometimes you do have to strike first strike hard. Is what they're learning in season four. Sometimes you got to blend yep. passive Miyagi Do with aggressive Cobra Kai, and I feel like Pat Beverly has come over from Cobra Kai and has said, "Let me show you how to bully yeah. back." Johnny Lawrence. That's what I mean. That's that's they're they're bullying back. Yeah, jo- Johnny Lawrence is the Pat Beverly to Cobra Kai, and and that's what Pat Bev is to the Wolves. Like yeah. he, they've brought him over from the dark side. And they're showing what what you need to do, and not just be patient. No, strike first sometimes. There was a moment too, and it was very subtle in last night's game, where the Wolves had had the Wolves at one point were like down by nine or ten, and you know because they blew that lead, then they came back, and I can't remember what the exact score was, but it was you know one or two point game late, and Pat Beverly goes to the free throw line. It was it was the play where uh, another savvy veteran move. He he went through sort of a a tight window of two Knicks players, and kind of you know he was trying to try cut through the lane. And I think it was Julius Randle who got called for the foul. But, like, you know, Beverly em- embellished it. So he gets to the free throw line because the Wolves were in the bonus. So, A, like, not a lot of players are savvy enough to just, like, seek out and draw that foul in that moment to get to the free throw line. But then he misses the first free throw. 
And there was a Knicks player just like jawing at him, right? I don't remember who it was, but just like, ah, oh, you know, pressure, the crowd's going nuts. And Pat Bev just lo- looks over and goes, stop. Stop. And he says it three times. Stop. That, that's him, yeah. Dribbles twice, cashes yeah. the free throw, yeah. and, now we're, and now we're back in it, right? Yeah. And even like, you know, again, on the subject of bullying, Julius Randle had a stretch in the third quarter where he said, you're going to put Jaden McDaniels on me? This little punk 21-year-old wiry kid? I'm going to go at him and attack him and pound him in the paint. And he did. And it just, it just felt like the Knicks were, they were bullying. It was Tom Thibodeau personality and it just, and the crowd's going crazy. And for the Wolves to fight back and I'll throw another name out. That's helped change the personality and the demeanor of this team. And by the way, full credit cat was excellent late in that game. D'Lo has been the best maybe of his career this season. And I mean, those are your three most important players. And the starting lineup, the stats bear it out. It's it's statistically the best starting five in the NBA per 100 possessions. And so, like, I'm not taking anything away from the, the tone that those three guys have set. But you got a roster of 12 or 15 guys, and you need your bench and some of these other peripheral players to also set a tone as well, right? And Jalen Noel wasn't given any playing time early in the season. And now I legitimately think he's one of your five most important players. I don't know who I'm bumping. Maybe maybe I should say six, because I think Jared Vanderbilt is really important too. Yeah. But he's legitimately one of your six most important players now. Yep. And and the way that he talks about like his demeanor. After the game last night, he said, When I was a kid or you know, teenager, high school, whatever, we would play pickup ball all the time. And it was always call your own foul. And I never called fouls on anyone. I would if I went and got hammered in the lane, who cares? Next, you know, next play, whatever. And you can see that in his game too. Like he's just like if you if you were just plopped onto Earth and you didn't know anything about who the stars were or what the pecking order was on a team, and you watched that game last night, you would have said, "Oh, Jalen Noel is like the leader of this team, or he's like one of their two best players." The way that second he was attacking half. in the second yeah. half in the fourth quarter, right? Yep. And and the the thing that impresses me when he talks is the maturity's off the charts. Like he he sounds like he's played for ten years. There's no, there's no like wonderment of, oh yeah, I, I'm glad to help. I'm surprised I could. Yeah. But here's, so here's what I like about this t- team too. And it's a slow process. I get that they're going to make the play in round. I don't know. There, there's a chance that, that they could just bypass that. I don't know. So I'm not trying to sell this too much yet because it's an up and down team and they definitely struggle when they get to the point that they're at now, they definitely struggle to get over that hump, which I think is part of a process. Um, but the thing that I find really fun about this team and the thing that I like about watching them is, and, and again, this is an unquantifiable thing to a certain point, so it's not a statistical thing. Um, the pieces of the puzzle fit. The pieces of the puzzle, and that's a credit to Gerson. It's a credit to Chris it's, Finch, too. It is a good roster. Um, but, but, it's, but it's not just good. It fits, and by that, I, I mean, Vanderbilt, if he was asked to do more, probably could do a bit more, but they don't. Like, he's got his role, and his, and he's really good, um, and he gets that role, and it's like he knows exactly what is expected. You know, it's not like, Vando, you got to go out there tonight and shoot a lot more or something. No, he's like, no, no, no. I go in, I do the grinding, mucky, hockey-like stuff, and I'm good. Um, D'Lo has fit into a, a role. D'Lo is a really smart basketball player, but I don't think you can <clears throat> I don't think you can stretch him mentally to, to like be, you've got to do this and this and this and this. 
So I think he's fit into a perfect role. And because of that, for him, he is thriving. Ant. Ant is the kid, but he's great. But Ant is, Ant brings like the wonder of the whole thing. So like, he's like the, oh, shucks, this is great. I mean, he asked the reporters last night who the Knicks coach was to praise him. And the oh, he didn't even said, know that Tom Thibodeau was Tibbs. Because he and wasn't he, around when Tibbs no, was the coach here. So. But he's like, who, who's that coach again? But that's what makes Ant Ant. I love it, dude. And, and, and if he's doing it to troll, it's even better. And it's I even more genius. I don't think he is, but who cares? <laughs> but the last thing that I think becomes so important is all of this trickle-down of this puzzle has allowed Cat in almost a, a way that convinces Cat that, that he probably means more to the team. not on the floor, but just as far as, as his thought process that he's the captain, all of this allows Cat to fit into his role almost perfectly. And I think, and I think Cat is what Dex said um, a few days back. We, we talked about the fact that because Dex is a small guy, when he would go out on the playground and stuff, right? Dex had his big friends there. So if there was a scuffle or a fight, Dex could... I think Cat is emboldened because he knows that people like Pat Bev, who's tough as nails, have his back. So there, there's not this whole thing. I think Tibbs thought Butler would unlock that. And I think Butler mocked Cat and had no time for that. And I think Pat Bev and this group embraces Cat. And so he he's like, hell yeah, I can do more. So it's like the whole puzzle begins. He's got, yeah, he's got backing. He's got support. Yeah. He's got infrastructure. It's good support. Exactly. Yes. It's like, yeah, to your point about the Jimmy Butler, Tom Thibodeau era, it was like, yeah, you had bullies on your team with you, or you had you had guys that were going to bully back, but it always kind of felt like they hated you because they did. And they bullied you. So, yeah. So it was, it was, yeah, it was a weird dynamic. And now it's like the Pat Bev's, Jared Vanderbilt's more of, like, I wouldn't call him like, a bully or anything like that, but he's, you know, kind of a, he's, you've got this gritty player over here that's supporting you. And yeah, I, I think the word support, it's, it's the first time really that since probably his first couple of years when Flip Saunders was still around, that cat has had this level of support around him from a coaching perspective, front office perspective, schematic perspective, and then teammates. Um, and it's the other thing too, that's, kind of scary about this team. You know, they're sitting here 500. They're tied with the Lakers right now in the Western Conference. And I believe they are the seventh seed waking up this morning. Yep, they're a game back of the Nuggets for the sixth seed. The sixth seed would get you out of the play-in. That's very realistic. Um, there's another level to this team. You know, the, we've talked about previous Timberwolves teams, for instance, like the 2003 team where they brought in, you know, KG was the centerpiece and they brought in Cassell and Sprewell. And that team was like 500 after their first two months. It took, it took that team with veterans and KG hall of famer two months to really figure out how to gel and integrate. I mean, this is Chris Finch's first full year. He came in last year, kind of a shotgun wedding, right? But this is the first year of installing a new system. You got, you got, you know, new starting lineup, Pat Beverly and, it was going to take this team a while. And they weren't, you know, 32-year-old multi-time all-stars like we're talking about in 2003. And so the fact that they're 500 after 44 games and, I don't know, everyone but Cat maybe is shooting under their career three-point percentage on this team? <laughs> like, what if this team starts hitting threes? I know they take a lot of threes, and they've and Ant Edwards will go in spurts. But, like, Malik Beasley, if he's even on the roster in two months from now, 
was only shooting like 33% from three up until a couple games ago. Uh, Pat Beverly, who's a good three-point shooter, can't make a three this season. So, like, there's another level of their shooting. I think there's another level to uh, the second unit now that Jalen Noel is getting regular. I mean, it's no coincidence that they've won six out of eight games, and those eight games, Jalen Noel has been playing, you know, 20, 25 minutes a game. Get the flag. That's right. (laughs) Just get it out. Yes. You know, it, you know, it, those 20, 25 minutes are single handedly turning the second unit into an actual positive force for the first time this season. Yeah. Just in the last 21 games, too, for Jalen Noel, excuse me, last 15 games for Jalen Noel, he's coming off the bench 21 minutes per game, but averaging 12 points, 51% from the floor, 37% from three, just like a legitimate, nice shooter that you can rely on. And I think, you know, the Wolves and Chris Finch's DNA was going to get this team to play defensive basketball. Like, the Wolves have had scorers and guys that can that can put up points for the last few years. Whether you had plugged in or plugged out of Malik Beasley, they've always been able to score points. But this year in defensive rating, they're 10th. They're actually a legitimate defensive team. Are they a Staltworth? No. But they're forcing turnovers. They're actually forcing the most turnovers in, in the NBA this season from their opponents. So they're actually doing a pretty damn good job of playing defense. They attempt a, so many threes but they're not getting them to fall. And you'd like to think that the law of averages should suggest that should eventually even out, right? I mean, they're taking the most three-pointer attempts in the entire NBA, and they're 22nd in percentage. That's See, amazing. It, it, it's kind of like, it's kinda like <laughs> Judd with, with, with Fiala in hockey, right? Like, eventually, you take that many damn shots, things are going to start working for you. Yeah, and, and I, I think the thing, too, is... And, Jim Pete's done a really good job of documenting this. I don't, so I think they're a talented team. I think they're a team that plays hard. I don't know that they have maximized their smarts yet. And I think that's the come as well. So, so like, I do think that, that there are, there's definite situations Jim Pete uh, points out that there's another pass to be made or there's a play and they don't make that play yet, mm-hmm. but that can come like, like some, that's some of that's so, ant like, yeah, Ant, Ant is so talented too that he'll even some of the threes that he makes. It's like, oh, it's not like it's not in sure. the flow, but he's it's just a heat check three and he knocks it down because he's one of the most talented players in the league. Meanwhile, over in uh, New York, how are uh, how are the New York media members taking that loss last night? Yeah, I'm guessing this story was probably being worked on before the game started, but New York Post. This could be time for Carl Anthony Towns Knicks merger. Yep. In front of so many family members and friends, the grown-up Knicks fan from Jersey, Carl Anthony Towns did not deliver his standard 25 and 10 performance. In fact, he was outplayed on this night by Julius Randle, yep. who nearly posted a triple-double before a charged garden crowd. <clears throat> I mean, Cat did have the game-winning game icing drive and one down the lane. Um Ian O'Connor continues. Towns probably belongs in the category of realistic targets, along with the likes of Damian Lillard and De'Aaron Fox. Towns has another two years left in his contract, and who knows if Alex Rodriguez will give him another A-Rodian-sized deal. Minnesota might decide to trade Towns between now and then for young assets and then build around Anthony Edwards, a staggering talent at age 20. Um, I mean, in the NBA, weird things happen. I don't know how you can look at this year's Timberwolves team and come to the conclusion that, yeah, they're going to blow this thing up. 
And yeah, they're gonna they're, they're gonna trade Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah, that's well, what's gonna that's that's what's gonna happen out of all this. Yeah, and what are the Knicks? Know, and what are the Knicks gonna give you where you're go, going to be blown away enough to consider the trade? Yeah, I mean, I'd have, I'd have to go look at their pick situation, but I have zero interest in. Picks. And by the way, when you have three players like this that are twenty six, I still and don't think there's any way on God's green earth that Cat is going to push uh, to go home to play for Tibbs. Uh, that too. So Correct. like like you would have to fire Tibbs, hey, which they which they could do. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I love the post, but they are the home of well, just like us. They're the home of West. reckless speculation. It's just like how honor. the Knicks have been irrelevant for twenty five years, which bothers me. By the 20, way, 20 years. I love the Knicks. I wish they were relevant too. I think the NBA I really would like be the Knicks, Celtics, Knicks. I love those heritage franchises. There's a whole generation of NBA fans that has no. Shut up, Declan. I like the heritage franchises. I love heritage teams. I I don't give a rat's bleep about the East Coast teams, and I know the Knicks mean a lot to basketball. I care about the Wolves. I don't care about the Celtics or Knicks being good here. This is not what I'm talking about. I'm getting the flag, and I'm wanting the Wolves to be damn good. I don't care about the Knicks or the Celtics. I think what Judd's saying is the league is more fun when yes. teams like the Knicks are villainous and yes. interesting. And it's been 25 years, like Phil said. That's mm-hmm. my problem. It's like but, like, Declan was born – you don't remember the Knicks being Mm-mm. relevant. They've been crappy your whole nope. life. Yeah, my entire life. I don't know yeah. nothing about the Knicks. That's fine. Yeah. Yep. Just consider what's in front of you. Who cares about the right. big picture? I care about Jalen Noel coming off the bench, hitting some shots. Yeah, no. But think about how myopic it is. You haven't been relevant in 20 years. And you haven't landed outside of, like, they traded for Carmelo one time when he was mm-hmm. still kind of in his prime, right? Mm-hmm. And they traded for Porzingis, or they drafted Porzingis. They drafted Porzingis. They drafted Porzingis. Yeah. I mean, when's the last time Durant snubbed them, LeBron snubbed them? You the literally them. haven't been a destination for star players in 20 years. Stoudemire, And right? your reaction off that game last night is, oh, Carl Anthony cat. Towns is coming home. <laughs> We're getting cat. What? Yeah. <laughs> I think Stefan Marbury and Carmelo Anthony are like the two biggest fish that they've landed in the last 20 years or so. Congratulations. Yeah, Cat's not playing for the Knicks next year. Post. That's all I got. Still love. Uh, you know what, though? Salt. I'm salty about that article. Yeah, come on, man. They, they, are, they are just adopting the lifestyle, okay? <laughs> That's the post. That's the score north. You're right. a, can we make, can you're we a make... tabloid score north. Yeah, damn straight we are. I love being a tabloid. Tabloids are great. This town needs one. Can we make Cat an all-star for God's sakes, too? It's ridiculous. Like, Andrew Wiggins is getting votes to be an all-star. Andrew Wiggins is going to be an all-star. You know what? I'd which prefer... is absurd. He's like the fourth most important player on that team. Take the time off, Cat. I'd like to see him be honored. And okay. then maybe fake an injury. Take the time off. <laughs> I'd prefer that he go home and rest. <laughs> I think he's fine. He's like 26. He doesn't. I don't he care. I don't like all. He, I don't, he appears to be very like, durable. I think he's fine. Needless games bother me. The older I get, the more they bother me. Okay. All right. Let's. Uh, it was fun last night, though. Let's pause here so we can get to the the main event of the show today, which is write that down and an accountability session next on Mackie and Judd. Uh, yeah, most sports talking heads make predictions, then hope you forget about how wrong they were. But not Mackie and Judd. Write this down. This is the big leagues, where we own our terrible predictions. Write that down. And keep track of each other's batting averages. It's Write That Down. Write it down. You like writing things down. With Mackie and Judd. Yep. When are you guys going to admit that you were wrong? 
every Wednesday on Mackie and Judd, right on Purple Daily. We have two different Write That Down franchises, and here's how this one works on Mackie. We, we, we call this classic Write That Down. This one goes back about six years. We have official statistics going back four years or so. Three predictions from everybody each week. They must be quantifiable. We keep track of batting averages and home runs. And if you guys want to participate as guest listener predictors like Dustin is about to, making his third trip to the plate as a write-that-down participant, you can send us a message through the Score North app. There's a feedback tab near the bottom, and you can hit us up. That's where you can send us questions, comments, concerns, complaints, critiques, for the Friday feedback and uh, I don't really like complaints personally. So if you could, I'm very positive. Like I like to be positive. I wake up, I wake up in the morning and say, how can I improve me? Judd Zolgad. So I don't like it when like, don't drag me down. I'm a very positive guy. Okay. I don't buy any of this actually. Yeah. Uh, I don't buy (laughs) any of this for a second. (laughs) Write That Down today is presented by a very positive and optimistic company, Federated Mutual Insurance Company. They've been helping business owners for over 100 years. They're based in Owatonna. Uh, They know how to help maximize your business and minimize your risk. That's what they specialize in. Federatedinsurance.com if you want to find out more. And remember at Federated, it's our business to protect yours. So uh, let's get to it here. Let's get to the accountability session where uh, we don't have as many things coming off the board now because it's a new season, mm-hmm. the NFL season's over. Mm-hmm. But Judd did continue his nice little, uh, he's the reigning defending batting champion from 2021. He carries it over, and he says, if the Vikings do not have a top 10 scoring defense in 2021, which they did not, Mike Zimmer won't be back as head coach in 2022. He was fired. So congratulations, Judd. Yeah, fired. I had two predictions come off the board. I said the Patriots and the Bucks will play each other yeah. in the Super Bowl. It's going to be tough now. <laughs> Probably not going to happen. Um, unless uh, the Patriots, in WWE fashion, like, take a steel chair to the Bills or something and get back in. And I said the Niners would upset the Cowboys on Wild Card Weekend, though. Very nice. So I got that going for me. boy. That's good. What's that, Judd? That's good. That's oh, good. Good prediction. Yeah, I said you. that is good. Yeah. Thank you. Thank I you. was giving you credit. See, because I'm positive. Appreciate that. It's a new Judd. In 2022, the... it's a new Judd. Okay. I don't know if I feel the sincerity there, yeah. but I'm going to tone down the hot takes. I'm going to be positive. <laughs> well, you can be positive and still have hot takes. Yeah. Like those aren't mutually exclusive things. Mm. Listeners had nothing come off the board this week. Declan had a rough week. Rough week. You said Joe Burrow will throw for at least 350 yards against the Raiders. You said the Wolves will beat the Warriors and D'Lo would drop ah. at least 30. Rough. What did you have in that game? He had like two. Or like, he had a rough oh. scoring night. But he, had, he had like 15 assists or so. Like he, had a, he had a nice passing night, but a, a rough scoring night for my guy D'Lo. Be more selfish. He finished with like saying. seven points, uh, yeah, something uh. like that. And you said the Wild would beat the Avalanche on Monday. <laughs> They got beat. So 0 for 3 for, for Dex. This is the early look at the 2022 stats. Small sample size alert here, but Judd out to a good start. A 750 average with one home run. I'm at 333 with one home run. Listeners 0 for across the board. Should have moved Declan up in the third nice. spot there. Sorry, Declan. That's okay. 
Uh, Declan at 168 with no home runs. For the careers since 2018, Jeb with 203 hits, 16 home runs. I'm at 164 with 16 home runs. Listeners at 132 with 19 home runs, which leads the league. And Declan closing in on his 100th career hit here soon with 87 hits and 8 home runs on the season. Let's get Dustin in here. He's our guest listener predictor, making your third appearance on Write That Down. You are a savvy veteran, Dustin. Thank you. Yes. Excited to be here. Are you uh, are you swinging for the fences? What's your strategy here on behalf of the listeners? I want to try to pull up the uh, listeners' batting average. I'm going for singles. Okay. Yeah, the listeners always finish last in batting average because everyone comes on here and wants to take their hacks and get their moment of home run glory. But you're you're gonna you're gonna be more like Tony Gwynn here. It sounds like little Juan Juan Pierre dropping down. Bad boy, I love Juan Pierre. Exactly. Juan Pierre. Juan, love Juan Declan, Pierre. I love Juan Pierre. I love Juan Pierre, man. Oh, Singles and stolen bases. Drawing. Great. Yeah, Basically, any like undersized, scrawny athlete, Declan. That's is, what I what I try to mimic. All about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll go around the room. We'll go Dustin, Judd, Declan, back to me, Phil. We'll take three trips. Predictions must be quantifiable. Dustin, lead us off. Uh, so prediction about this weekend's games. Um, at least two of these will happen. Bengals over Titans, Pack over Niners, Bucks over Rams, and Bills over Chiefs. At least two of those will happen. And two of those, I think, would be upsets, right? I think Bills would be an upset. Bengals would be an upset. I like it. Can you uh, say those one more time, Dustin? Uh, Bengals, Pack, Bucks, Bills. Bengals, Pack, Bucks, Bills. Write this down. All right, Judley. All right, write this down. Um, so I've I've decided that the appearance that Rick Spielman made on the Bucky Brooks Daniel Jeremiah podcast yesterday, in which he was, by the way, really good. Like like the GM speaks gone. It's honest, Rick. It's Rick. It's Rick. Um, he he clearly did homework for the appearance. I've decided that that was the beginning of, of an audition for a guy who knows that he's going to be out of the league in 2022, but knows that the best way to stay in the league and knowledgeable to get a GM job again, eventually is to work in television. Rick Spielman will spend next football season doing television work, Declan. So Rick Spielman will spend. So I, I don't know if it's, you know, hmm. studio off the record, if it's going to be in a booth, my guess is a studio role. So it's got to be something. It can't just be a one-off. It's got to be something. Right, right. Good television. Yes, yes. He will spend 2022 doing television work. So, yeah, if if he appears as a guest, that doesn't count. It's got to actually be a job. I'd love to get him on as a regular on Purple Daily, but I feel like we may have we may have torched that, torched that bridge. <laughs> Do you think the bridge was burned? I think we may have, I think we may have burned that one down. I don't know. Maybe he's got thick skin. There's been other cases. Mm-hmm. There's been other cases where guys have you know swallowed their pride and come on with us. I don't know about us. I feel like <laughs> try to think of examples. Zach I mean, Alex did. Boone. Like we we criticized Zach Alex did. Boone quite a bit. Zach did. Zach was great with us. Yeah, he was great with us. Yeah. He, he might. Not, he also might not have really like known that. I'm not going to say. And nor do I think he'll be time. coming back on anytime soon. Though, back to our original point. I think that's accurate. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. My, my first prediction. My right. first prediction. A lot of Jalen Noel talk we had there uh, in the opening segment. So I'll say this. Jalen Noel will drop at least 20 points in a game between now and next week's Write That Down. 
So Jalen, I think, only has one game of over 20 points this season. He dropped like 25, I think, in that Celtics game that I was at, actually. Uh, but Jalen Noel will drop 20 points between now and next week's Write That Down. It's really a playing time thing. I mean, if he... Right. And, and I don't know, like, he's playing like 20, 25 minutes lately, a lot. Maybe like 16, 17, up to 25 minutes. I don't know that you need to play him 35, 40, because no. you already have a bunch of dudes who deserve playing time. But if somebody gets hurt or something, he's definitely a guy that could average 20 points a game if given minutes, I Correct. guess, is what I'm saying. And if you look at the Wolves players per 36 minutes, he is the fourth leading scorer on the team. Like, just a couple, like like a half point behind D'Angelo Russell for third. So that dude can score. Write this down. Sure. I'll make a Wolves prediction here. Write this down. The Wolves haven't been above 500 since like the second week of the season. They were 3-2, and two, I think, was the last time they were above 500. And they've moved back to 500 a small handful of times, like three or four times. And then every time they mm-hmm. lose or go on losing streak, not this time. The Wolves will finally move above 500 between now and next week's write that down. So they can do that by either winning their next game, or I think they have three games between now and next week's write that down. So they can either win their next game, or if they lose, they would have to win two in a row yeah. between now and next week to get above five. I think me and you both will have that come off the board because I have a, they'd be above, I had going into the month that eventually they'd push above 500 in the month of January. So I'm all, I'm yep. all about it. We're drinking the Wolves Kool-Aid like here. We're all about it. Yes, about it. just pouring Wolves Kool-Aid. Oh, yeah. All over our heads. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. All right, Dustin, your second prediction. All right. I think I might be the first uh, person to make a prediction about the Tour de France. Oh, God. Wow. Love this. So there's yeah. there's been some um, speculation. Mark Cavendish is currently tied with Eddie Merckx for the most stage wins at 34. Yeah, it's a and very, been, very contentious battle from what there's I've been some spe- seen. <laughs> there's been some speculation that he's going to sit this year's out. So yeah. um, if he competes... He will win at least one stage to break the record. And then I'm going to hedge that with an or. So, or um, Tade Pogacar. And I, I can spell that for you, um, Declan. <laughs> I love De- Declan. Declan just sliding <laughs> under the desk. Declan just quit. He's looking for a new job. I already have a note to go back and listen to his first prediction. Because I'm yeah. like, I didn't think I got that all the way accurate. So I'm going to go back and listen to all these predictions. Uh, or Tade Pogacar will win for the third consecutive year. So I would say that would be a home run. That part of this would be a home run picking the Tour de France winner. Um, but the, the first part of that, if, if Cavendish, if it hits on Cavendish breaking Eddie Merck's streak, that's probably not. That's a single. See, here's the problem. I don't know that we can even, like, if Dustin says this is a home run. We don't know. I don't know that any of us are in a position to say, I don't know, dude. I feel like <laughs> this. I think we just have to trust Dustin on this one that. If Declan can spell these names right, I, and we I'm, can I'm actually just pu- confirm I, the results. I'm legitimately putting notes. Just go back and re-listen to these predictions. That's <laughs> what I'm putting. I'm by not. The way, I, when I'm the on way, the spot doing these, doing these, write that downs. I'm just like some of them. I'm just like go back and re-listen. Like that is the <laughs> two for two with Dustin here. I go back I, and re-listen. I have them. Uh, I have them written down, Declan. I can just respond to your email and send right, that. Would be that's lovely. Probably, that's probably that would better. be lovely. Right, Associate producer Dustin, help it. me out here. I found it. I found it. Tade Pokadar. T-A-D-E-J. Okay. P-O-G-A-C with an umlaut. Not quite sure which just, one. Just, I don't A-R. Care. A-R. Put the, put no, the, put the umlaut on there, Declan. Umlaut there, you Come on. heathen. P 
P-O-G-A-C-A-R. It's actually very simple. Tade Pokatar. So easy. Meet it's my new easy. friend, Tade Pokatar. I don't know why. I don't know why this is so hard. <laughs> so, okay, uh, Dustin, what what got you into the Tour de France? Are you are you are you just doing this like I do with like German soccer league yeah. predictions out of desperation? No, I'm a, I'm a big into cycling. Um, okay. I do. It's like my main form of exercise. I, I got into triathlons last year, so I do triathlons as well. So, um, and working from home in July, I can have the iPad up with the the Tour de France is on in the morning, so it you know helps pass the time. So, a little coffee, a little cycling. Exactly. Well, old, Ma- old Macadac's gotten himself into the old Peloton the last the last year or so, and he is uh, quite quite the beast on the uh, ten minute uh, low impact rides. <laughs> Just uh, working those legs. I'm going up. with Dustin here. No offense, Phil. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's go back to Judd here for your second prediction. All right, write this down. Tom Thibodeau is in his final full season as Knicks coach, so he might start next season, but he's not going to finish it. Okay. So can we say Tom Thibodeau will be fired before the end of the 2022-23 season? Sure. I just, just wanted so, to make it as clear as possible that I am. Uh, the, can we say fired or should we just say? Uh, no, let's just say that. No, well, no, no. I said last full season. So he, he will either be fired or resign. Okay. okay. It's funny how it works with Tibbs, right? He comes on the scene yep. and right away there's a there's a jolt or a burst and people kind of love it. Well, players then, play for him at first, but then they yeah. get tired of the act. It's like, why is Taj Gibson still playing like 15 minutes for you? It's kind of because he's Todd Gibson, man. He's man, it's, it's just weird. Huge in that in, like the, in what game eighty two against the Nuggets. He was great in that game. I'm sure he was. Write that down. All right, back to Declan. If he's that? done spelling those Tour de France, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not dealing with that. I reason. gave it to you. His his keyboard's just on fire. Yeah, so. no, I'm not doing that. Uh, I'm gonna push a push a wild prediction uh, down the road here because uh, this guy's off to an insane start, and I think he's gonna break his career high. So write this down. Matt Zuccarello will set a career high in points this season by the end of the regular season. So Matt's career high with the Rangers was 61 points. Right now he has 33 points in 31 games. He has, I believe, missed some time with with COVID issues. But I will say Matt Zuccarello, regardless, will set a career high in points by the end of the regular season. Done pace to do so. I like it. Like me some wild optimism. All right, write this down. Little uh, little divisional NFL playoff weekend parlay here. I think this is a touchdown because these are both upsets. I'm predicting two upsets in a parlay here. Okay. Bills and Rams will both pull road upsets this weekend. Write it down. Okay. Right. Bills and Rams. So that means that means Pat Mahomes and Tom Brady are both going to be out of the playoffs. That's a home run. Time this weekend is no over. question. Home run. Okay. Cool. Write that down. Be fun. It's a lot of fun combinations of like Super Bowls here. You know, I, I'm trying to think of anything with the Titans would be a dud. But yeah, anything, I'm not anything beyond that would be you could. I mean, if Joe Titans Burrow somehow made made it, it would be a blast, right? Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers versus Josh Allen. Aaron Rodgers versus Tom Brady. A lot of fun combos. All right, let's uh, let's get to the third and final prediction here from Dustin. All right, for this one, I'm going to need both uh, Mackie and Judd to take their headphones oh, off. Nice. Wow. Wow. Oh my goodness! Hold on. I love All right. this. I'll wait. I'll wave to you guys when it's ready. They can't even hear me. All right. All right, Dustin, go ahead. All right. So, since you guys have expanded the right that down franchise, the Purple Daily, 
you, there's been an effort to change the nomenclature. So instead of a single, it's a, you know, it's a, a completion or a, or a bunt single would be a check down or a home sure. run would be a touchdown, right? So I've noticed that both uh, Mackie and Judd have a tendency to, 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 to use, continue to use baseball terminology in Purple Daily, write that down. So I'm going to say that between now and the end of the year, between Mac and Judd combined, they will make at least 20 baseball references in Purple Daily. Write that down. Okay. Does that make sense? It does. It might be tough to track just because... I, I can help track it. I'll, I'll, help track I'll it? Want to help track it? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I know what you mean. Yes, I can... I'll put it down to you in, uh, so Mackie doesn't see it, obviously. But yes, I know what you're saying. You can help me. You and I can kind of uh, coincide here. I have a couple other predictions about them too from listeners that that have done the same thing. So yes, we can uh, we can make this happen. Okay. All right. You guys I listen, are good. I listen. I listen every week, so I can help you track that. You got so. it. You got it. You guys are good now. You can come back. Woo! I, well, I, I love when when predictions about the show come to. That's the first one where it's involved both of us having to remove our unprecedented. It was a very innovative move by, by Dustin. So Dustin, since you've got this platform again here for the third time, this life changing moment, is there anyone in your life you'd like to thank? I want to thank Mark Coyle for finally bringing some competence to the Gopher athletic program with the hire of PJ Fleck and Ben Johnson, who appears so far to be a home run. No, I mean, can't, can't probably can't make firm, uh, decisions on him yet but at least so far recruiting looks to be up you know they're he's took a bunch, bunch of scrappies this year and they seem to be a lot more competitive than everybody thought so, so yeah i'm pretty excited about mark Coyle. and then you know i want to thank my wife for putting up with my, me and my minnesota fandom she's from chicago big chicago sports fan so oh boy. we put heads a lot there but are you guys both fighting over the same head coaching and gm candidates right now she doesn't get into that like i do like she's just uh uh, she, you're saying she hasn't read any Nathaniel Hackett think pieces on SI.com? She has not. She's like a 10,000-foot Bears fan, right? Like, she'll she'll get in, interested when they're doing well. Otherwise, it doesn't go out of their way to, uh, to even watch their games. Cubs or Sox? Cubs. Oh, yeah. okay. Good yeah. for her. I feel like Sox fans Cubs. are weird. Like, you know, why would you choose I like the White Sox, Sox team. over the Cubs? I like the Sox team. That's you like fun. all the rivals of Minnesota yeah. Sox yeah. teams, though. Yeah, I don't care about the Knicks, but I love the Packers and the White Sox. <laughs> yeah, you just ran about the Avalanche. Judd, Judd roots for the Knicks and the Mets, and you got on him for that. And you said you like uh, Aaron Rodgers and the, yeah. and the White Sox. Well, Close. anyway. Well, Dustin, thanks for coming on, dude. Great swings. Good luck to you. Thank you. And we'll get you. I think that's the most anyone's ever been on right that down. Yeah, so we'll get, we'll get Dustin on for a fourth time sometime later what about, in 2022. Uh, Declan's brother Liam, he's been on at least. Yeah, three actually, three that times. might be. He's it. probably been on like four times. Yeah, yeah he's on a you lot. And Liam. He's, he's going to take a little sp- sabbatical, though. He's going to be a little sabbatical here. No more well, Declan Declan's predictions. Leave him out. For a little bit, I hope. Because <laughs> he keeps making personal life predictions yeah. about Declan. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Dustin. Thanks, Dustin. Right, see you, Dustin. Brother Liam literally told oh, me man. in his last appearance, I had one very personal one, but I just didn't want to put it in the universe because I didn't think it was fair to you or <laughs> to me or to Liam. To me. And oh, just my love life in general. He said, I don't think that's fair. But he I had it? Fair. It's totally fair. He had it, yeah. But it was written down? It was so... written down, and then he audibly at the last second. He didn't oh. want to put it in the universe. I'm not a big fan of that. He didn't, like, he didn't actually put down, it quantifiably into the show, unless he has sent right, some type right, of DM but to Phil. That he, but it was in his playbook. It was in the playbook. He scrapped like, the play. Like the first 15. Right, 
Right. You scrap you the play. You don't scrap one of the no. first 15. I agree. That's how you find 15, out what the yeah. defense is doing. Yeah. Once the first 15 are scripted, you got to stick to them. Yeah, Otherwise, yeah. things can go haywire. Brother Liam and Clint Kubiak. All right, Judd, your third and final. Write it down. You like All writing right. things down. Our guy, Spytech, Jonathan Spytech, will be named general manager of the Ooh. Vikings. Oh, you're going there. Spytech, I have John one, Spytech. too, but on Purple um, Daily. I don't even, and I have that is that, that is with no information, inside information. I'm just going to go with John Spitek because God, I love the name. It is a great name, and they've built a good roster. Yeah, of man. course, adding Tom Brady to it makes yeah it probably put even a better roster. But how about this, John Spitek and Spartan. Raheem Morris working together? I'm interested in that. I'm interested in that. Um, have they worked together before? Was Spitek there when Morris was there? I mean, the, it's been like 12 years since Raheem Morris was in the Bucs. But, I mean, they know the Bucs culture. Because so. he, he was with the Browns, I think, in the early part of the decade. I think he was, oh, like, director of uh, scouting or man. something. Or, poor, yeah, I don't know. Poor Johnny Spytek with yeah. the Browns. It's Spytek. Spytek. Jonathan. I'll take a martini shake and not stirred. Um, no, it's a bit of a hole. All right, a little parlay here. You guys tell me if this is a touchdown, though. Wild parlay. So the Wild play three games between now and next week's Write That Down. So I'll say this for quantifiable reasons, and you tell me if it's a touchdown. The Wild win at least two games. Kirill Kaprizov has at least three points. Kapo Kakin makes at least 35 saves. In one of the games. In one of the games. Yes, that's a home run. Okay. So it's, not at like least a, it's not like a grand slam no, no, it's blast a, it's, or anything. It's, not like, a, it's, it's, it's a three, parlay. It's a three-item parlay, and it's, right. and it's yeah, the first that are... Hard enough. Yeah. The first two alone, I'm not not sure, but the capo thing to me, right? Um, That's a lot of saves in a game. It, yeah. Yeah. So that definitely puts it over. Absolutely. The edge. Wild win two games. Kaprizov at yep. least three points. Capo at and, least thirty five yeah. saves between now and in next week. Write that down. Yes, in, okay. in one game for Capo. Yes. I, I just want to make sure that's in there yep. because I, I I don't want you to come back and be like, well, he made forty saves in three games. Back, yeah. Yeah. back to back games against Chicago Friday Saturday yeah. and then Montreal on Monday. Now All Chicago's right. not good. And the Habs stink, so yeah, that's that's good though with Capo. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna keep drinking Wolves Kool Aid here. This is Love kind it. of a I didn't have this on my list, but I I'm God gonna basically double down on my first prediction. So my first prediction was that they're gonna move above 500 at some point in the next week. I'm gonna go further and say that the Wolves will not lose a game between now and next week's. Write that down. The Wolves will not lose a game between now and next week's. Write that down. Get got the flag. Got a call. Get the flag. You should always have it in your hand. I can't just go to the basement and get the flag. Come on, big. There we go. On the screen. I freeze. That, that flag is huge. I've got to go downstairs. Oh, I, I froze. Declan froze chewing you, on his fingernail. Ah. Again, freezes in like a model time. I mean, he always it's freezes a little pose. in like. It's a little that's pose. not a bad pose. Yeah, it's not a bad it's a pose. Ner- no, it's a very nervous pose. He's hair, like hair chewing looks on his great. But I mean, it looks like this is the life of Declan Goff. Hair like, looks like, great, yeah. If the camera froze on New me, glasses. It, it'd be like this. <laughs> well, okay. All right. You can stop. I think, yeah. I think we're, I think we're Insert jokes here. Now. Yeah. yeah. And then look, look, you dirty-minded SOBs. Now, I'm, I'm, looking out for you. I'm looking I'm out for you. I'm looking out for you. Dude, you are going to be a meme. Yeah. Oh, I want to be a meme. Are you next. kidding? Write this down. I want to be somebody. A somebody bonus? will screenshot Judd's mouth open. I don't know if we can do that. Photoshop it in some way. I want to be a meme. Write it do down. It. It's a bonus prediction. Well, that's a gimme. Now and next week's write that. That's a gimme. 
Someone's gonna do yeah, it. Oh, yeah, because that, now someone a, wants no, to no, do it. No. Oh no! Oh yeah. no! Oh no! That's not. A, that's, that's not. A that, we no, can't no, write no, that no. down. I'm, I'm with Dex. It's gonna happen. I hope. You guys are cowards. Like Phil has all of these people that can't stand him now, and I'm, I'm, I'm jealous. You have more cousins crusaders coming at yeah. you than I've had, though. But I mean, you've got like two. I mean, I have a lot, but Twitter it's... accounts that can't and and, <laughs> and you you got the, the GM thing. I want. I mean, the GM. think about this. That's awesome, dude. Think about this. This is Phil now, now we've opened down. up a can of worms. But like, <laughs> all I and and like you and I have argued about so many things over eight years doing a show together. It's like the the biggest Vikings topic we have agreed on that Kirk Cousins is he's paid too much. He's not good enough. And, like, think about the things that I'll just sit, you know, I'll own it myself. The things that I have been saying are the Vikings have hit a glass ceiling mm-hmm. with the way their roster is constructed. Kirk Cousins is paid too much relative to the cap. Mm-hmm. I want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl, and I don't think Kirk Cousins is good enough to deliver it. Correct. And people take that as, like, a religious or political attack or they something. They hate you. <laughs> It's People amazing. hate you, and I'm so envious. Yeah. Well, your timeline has been quite the spectacle the last 72 hours. It's very, uh, very interesting. My own watch. dog can't stand me, so like well, I'm used to this. <laughs> that doesn't surprise the do- me. The dog and the wife both think I talk entirely too much. I'm going to tell. That's a problem in um in my house. I'm like, ridiculed for talking like too. You're much. just like talking in the living room i babble i sing trying... i sing to the dog i sing songs i, I don't really shut up oh, after the day. God. interesting write it down you like writing things down well we're gonna shut you up right now because the show's over you can find purple daily our other show if you want to hear judd babbling more uh and fighting with cousins crusaders but that's a wrap every wednesday look at declan's pose what a mm. great pose it's a good pose i'm so uh, ticks me off. Yeah. See you guys tomorrow. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the buy five or more, save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Bakers, fresh for everyone. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. And take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.